Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Crystal Palace versus Liverpool. Yep, um, the match has literally just finished about five minutes ago. I am elated. Um, it took a while for us to play again. We had to wait about eight days for it to happen again. But we did it. We got it. We got it done. And... Yeah, I'm going to just tell you about the performance and how we did, what the lineup was. Firstly, though, um, a midweek game, a first Monday night football game of the season, Crystal Palace away, is never easy. But the recent history, the last three visits we went to Crystal Palace, we've done the business there, we've won. We've won three times the previous three games. But Sky Sports, they had their agenda promoting this Christian bullshit again. Oh, the famous comeback to try and spice up what happened four years ago. Liverpool are a different side since that game in 2014. This is us now in 2018. This is Jurgen Klopp in full flow. So, here we are. But anyway, I'm going to get through it. So, the lineup. In goal, Allison, left back, Robertson, centre back, Gomez and Van Dyke, right back, Trent Alexander Arnold, on the left, um, in the front, the middle three, sorry, our midfield three was Genie Wanaldum, James Milner, Naibi Cater, and the out front was the usual deadly front three. So the first thing I noticed, same lineup as last week, and so it should be. The same lineup that breeze past um, West Ham 4 0. I heard rumours on Twitter about Henderson starting, but I didn't think Henderson would start at all in this game. Um, the only little surprise on the bench was Fabinho was not on there. I don't know if that's because I don't think he's injured. I just think Jurgen Klopp's doing that thing that he done with Robertson and Alexander and Oxley Chamberlain, where we he eases them in into Liverpool rather than starting them straight away. But once they get going, they get going. You know how it was with Robertson. You know how it was with Oxley Chamberlain. For being you're not in the squad, it's not a panic station. When when he's ready, Jurgen Klopp will know. But anyway, so the first half started now, and as usual, it was cagey. It's like okay, midweek game. The home fans are very hostile. Um, how will we come out to play? And as usual, Palace did their thing of being compact, playing the low block side and Liverpool were just doing the usual sideways passing, trying to create a gap here and there, see what opening opportunities um, will arise. Um, yeah, and it just looks like the front, the and the first half it looked like the front three weren't really um, going for it. As they usually do, it looked like they were looking. They were taking a bit of their time to find their rhythm. Um, yeah, Sal in particular, I don't know if it was a trying too hard kind of thing or what. But in the first half, he didn't really look that good to me, anyway. Um, defensively, though, we were pretty sound in the first half. Other than um, there was one little scare. So basically, Naibi Keita gave the ball away. He, I think, he was presuming somebody will come to the ball to make the, for this short five-yard pass. 
the ball is going back towards our our keeper, Alisson. Townsend anticipates. He cuts in. He's dribbling from like just outside the box. He whips this ball in. It's curling. It's curling. It hits the crossbar. Comes out again. And you're thinking, oof. That was the first real scare. Um, but I think five minutes before that, Cater did had the moment brilliance. He received the ball to his back in our in our own half. There was a defender about to tackle him from behind. The turn was saucy, unbelievable. He made a brilliant turn. He dribbled about five ten yards. He looked up, saw Mohamed Salah making a diagonal run, and he made this beautiful curved lofted ball that was about thirty five yards. And Salah just about controls it inside the box, but the ball is bouncing. So then he tries to like dink it over he- the Hennessy, the Crystal Palace keeper, and um, yeah, it went way over. And that was our only real first half chance that I remember. Um, but Palace, on the other hand, they had this tricky winger. I don't know his name. He had like dreadlocks. Um, young player, I think, new debutant. Um, yeah, he was impressing. I think he was giving Robertson a little bit of a tough time. Because what I remember from the first half was Robertson was kind of misplacing, miscontrolling the ball or his misplacing passes. He wasn't his usual Andy Robertson self. But yeah, that was the first half. Oh, no, no, not even then. The first half, I forgot. There was one major incident. Of course, how could I forget? Um... So yeah, Salah gets the ball now. He's back to his turn to Mamadou Sako. He tries he tries to turn Sako. Sako trips his leg up once. Salah's standing still, but he's stumbling a little bit. Trips his leg again. And then Salah tumbles to the ground. Michael Oliver blows for a penalty. Um And but the Crystal Palace fans are fuming about it. Why? If it was one of those tackles where if Salah didn't he didn't the kick wasn't that forceful enough for him to go to the ground, but he if he did go to the ground but if he did if he did stand up the referee's not blowing penalty for that. So he kinda has to like do a little bit of theatrics, even though he kicked him, but it was convincing enough for Oliver to blow and in my opinion it was a stonewall penalty anyway. Up who takes it? Jimmy Milner. Slots it, bottom right corner, goal. First 1-0 to Liverpool. Sweet, excellent. Um, yeah, and that was the first half. Second half now, um, it was more or less the same kind of game. Joe Gomez, by the way, the second half, immense. Had Salah on lock, Zaha on lock. Literally, Salah was struggling to like get through him most of the times. Um, Van Dijk as well commanding Rolls Royce breezes past defenders breezes uh, breeze, I mean bullied Benteke won every aerial duel I love him 6 foot 5 it, every time that ball's in the air he, he's winning it he's winning it with ease and he's strolling he's casual uh, he's, he's the most important Liverpool signing ever and Alisson as well when it came to like Crystal Palace set pieces he dealt with it well. His distribution as well to start an attack. 
he would often kick it to Andy Robertson and Andy Robertson would like dribble down the byline and um create a counter attack from the goal. So that distribution there is important. Um what else? What other chances do we have? I remember Salah having Salah had the I think there was a time where he overplayed it a little bit in the second half. He was like, trying to I don't know what he was trying to do. He felt like he was trying too hard a little bit. Same with Sadio Mane and Firmino looked a bit bit sluggish. Um but there was a key moment a key moment which pretty much defined the game and which solidified Liverpool's win. Um we were on a counter attack from a corner. I can't remember who played this ball in. It might have been Genie Wijnaldum. Genie plays this ball through to Salah. Salah's dribbling, dribbling. He's speed and he's speedy Gonzalez with it. He's he's approaching the box that um Crystal Palace, the f- player that I spoke about earlier, the young guy with the dreadlocks. He's trying to catch up to him, and then he trips up Zal um Salah Mo Salah. Um, the referee blows a free kick, and cause he's last man. It's a sending off. A red card happens. Palace are down to ten men, and from there on, I was relieved. Thank God, we're now uh, in a, a game away from home. We have the man advantage, and that pretty much quieted, quieted. I mean, quite yeah. It pretty much reduced the level of noise coming from Crystal Palace fans. So then, from there on, it was okay. So. The first substitution I remember was who came off? Uh, James Milner came off. Henderson come on, put on the captain armband. He done his little thing, just kept it, kept the ball ticking, and then um, with about five minutes to go, in the eighth minute, I think Kato came off. Adam Lallana came on, which was kind of skeptical to me. Or they brought on Shakiri. Personally, it was one of them ones. Um, but yeah, and then I think they had the and then Crystal Palace brought on Max Mayer. Would you believe it? How he's gone to Crystal Palace? I don't know. Um, yeah, Palace had a little. We had a little scare when Zaha cro- went past um, Trent Arnold, crossed it with his left foot, and thankfully the ball was like overhit, so it missed about every Crystal Palace player, and then. Um, yeah, and then um, Lallana was trying to close down Max Mayer in right, just around about the outside of the 18-yard box, to, near to the touchline. He fouls Max Mayer as a free kick for Crystal Palace in, like, the 90, 91st minute. Um, they whip this ball in. Um, the ball is cleared to Salah. Salah and Mane are running on the counter-attack. Salah threw balls it to Mane. Mane is running, running, running. It looks like that Crystal Palace defender kind of buckles him a bit. But he's like off balance. But he's still in control of this ball. And he rounds Hennessy. And I don't know how he does it. He rounds Hennessy. Slowly regains balance. Slots this ball in. 2-0. Game over. Game done and dusted. Liverpool fans are happy, relieved. Mane doesn't even celebrate. But... That's his third goal of the season now. He's joint top goal scorer with Alguero. And it could be him that's competing for Golden Boot. Maybe not even Salah this season. And that was the full-time game. So, yeah, we won ugly today. We did not play pretty football. 
But I am so happy that we have won in this manner because this is what we have to do to keep up with Manchester City. Manchester City, if you didn't know yesterday, they won 6-1 against Huddersfield. Their goal difference is insane already. So in order for us to be title contenders, this is the kind of matches we have to win, that we have to, we have to learn to win ugly more often. And I think when we drew, we drew nine, I think nine Premier League games last season. We drew that many games because we always try to play pretty football. This is the season where we have to learn to win ugly. We've seen it for the first time in this league campaign. I hope to see it in more campaigns in the future. And yeah, and I'm happy, I'm elated. Now, now people know Liverpool are the real deal. We are not. We are not a force. We are not a joke. This is the. This is our time to push Manchester City all the way. If, if we're still not favourites to win the league, but we will make sure Man City do not win this league by December, because that's what happened in the in last season. They ran away with it too early, too soon, and the fixtures for Manchester City it favours them. The next five six games, they're gonna win with ease. We just have to make sure we sustain that. They might win 15 games in a row again like last season. We have to make sure we win our games in a row as well. Well, we can't focus too much on Manchester City. We just need to focus on ourselves. Um, individual performances for this game. I'd say Joe Gomez, brilliant. Brilliant. He has now made Jurgen Klopp think, oh, when Dejan Lovren comes back, will he start? I'm not so sure. If Gomez keeps this up, keeps, this up, keeps up this momentum... No injuries. Him and Van Dyke might be the partnership we need. And I'm 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 here for it. I am here for it. And he's a young guy and he's got potential and, and him and under Van Dyke's leadership, the calmness of Van Dyke, the way he bosses defenders, the assurance, he makes it beautiful for for him to be Joe for Ghost Jomez to learn under him is gonna be brilliant for me. Um, Allison, he done well as well. He's got a back-to-back clean sheet. By the way, we are the only team in the top six yet to concede a goal. I know it's only two games in, but this is what Jurgen Klopp spends fifty-six million on a keeper for. This is what you spend seventy-five million on a keep on a defender for. Cause attacking wise, we could score goals no problem. We just had to eradicate last season 4-3 nonsense. But now we are winning 2-0, 4-0. I'm loving it. Our, our games look more refined. There's a difference. There's, there's a difference about us now. And I appreciate it greatly. And yeah, um, that's pretty much all I have to say. May, may it continue. Our next game is against Brighton on Saturday evening. Um, back at Anfield. That should be 3 out of 3 wins. And yeah, thank, I'm, I'm going to conclude this episode. Thank you for listening. Make sure you like, share it with other people, please. I would like to get, I would like to break the 50 plays barrier again. I've only managed to break it once, talking about um, a transfer. But I'd like to break it with this one. And um, yeah, keep the momentum going. Show me the support. And I love it. I thank you guys for listening and I'll tune in next time for Saturday. Thank you. Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. 
This one, Crystal Palace versus Liverpool. Yep, um, the match has literally just finished about five minutes ago. I am elated. Um, it took a while for us to play again. We had to wait about eight days for it to happen again. But we did it. We got it. We got it done. And yeah, I'm going to just tell you about the performance and how we did, what the lineup was. Firstly, though, um, a midweek game, a first Monday night football game of the season, Crystal Palace away, is never easy. But the recent history, the last three visits we went to Crystal Palace, we've done the business there. We've won. We've won three times the previous three games. But Sky Sports, they had their agenda. Promoting this Christian bullshit again. Oh, the famous comeback. To try and spice up what happened four years ago. Liverpool are a different side since that game in 2014. This is us now in 2018. This is Jurgen Klopp in full flow. So, here we are. But anyway, I'm going to get through it. So, the lineup. In goal, Allison, left back Robertson, centre back Gomez and Van Dyke, right back Trent Alexander Arnold. On the left, um, in the front, the middle three, sorry, our midfield three was Genie Wanaldum, James Milner, Naibi Keita, and the out front was the usual deadly front three. So the first thing I noticed, same lineup. As last week, and so it should be. It's the same lineup that Breeze passed um, West Ham 4 0. I heard rumours on Twitter about Henderson starting, but I didn't think Henderson would start at all in this game. Um, the only little surprise on the bench was Fabinho was not on there. I don't know if that's because I don't think he's injured. I just think Jurgen Klopp's doing that thing that he done with Robertson and Alexander and Oxley Chamberlain, where we he eases them in into Liverpool, rather than starting them straight away. But once they get going, they get going. You know how it was with Robertson, you know how it was with Oxlade-Chamberlain. Fabinho not in the squad, it's not a panic station. When when he's ready, Jurgen Klopp will know. But anyway, so the first half started now, and as usual, it was cagey. It's like, OK, midweek game, the home fans are very hostile. Um, how will we come out to play? And as usual... Palace did their thing of being compact, playing the low block side, and Liverpool were just doing the usual sideways passing, trying to create a gap here and there, see what opening opportunities um, will arise. Um, yeah, and it just looks like the front, the in the first half, it looked like the front three weren't really um, going for it. As they usually do, it looked like they were looking. They were taking a bit of their time to find their rhythm. Um, yeah, Salah in particular, I don't know if it was a trying too hard kind of thing or what. But in the first half, he didn't really look that good to me, anyway. Um, defensively, though, we were pretty sound in the first half. Other than um, there was one little scare. So basically, Naibi Keita gave the ball away. He, I think he was presuming somebody will come to the ball to make the, for this short five-yard pass. The ball was going back towards our, our keeper, Alisson. Townsend anticipates. 
he cuts in, he's dribbling from like just outside the box, he whips this ball in, it's curling, it's curling, it hits the crossbar, comes out again, and you're thinking, oof, that was the first real scare, um, but I think five minutes before that, Keita did had a moment of brilliance. He received the ball to his back in our in our own half. There was a defender about to tackle him from behind. The turn was saucy, unbelievable. He made a brilliant turn. He dribbled about five ten yards. He looked up, saw Mohamed Salah making a diagonal run, and he made this beautiful curved lofted ball. That was about 35 yards. And Salah just about controls it inside the box. But the ball is bouncing. So then he tries to like dink it over the Hennessy, the Crystal Palace keeper. And um, yeah, went way over. And that was our only real first half chance that I remember. Um, but Palace, on the other hand, they had this tricky winger. I don't know his name. He had like dreadlocks. Um Young player, I think, new debutant. Um, yeah, he was impressing. I think he was giving Robertson a little bit of a tough time. Because what I remember from the first half was Robertson was kind of misplacing, miscontrolling the ball or his misplacing passes. He wasn't his usual Andy Robertson self. But, yeah, that was the first half. Oh, no, no, not even then. The first half, I forgot. There was one major incident. Of course, how could I forget? Um, so yeah, Salah gets the ball now. He's back to his turn to Mamadou Sako. He tries. He tries to turn Sako. Sako trips his leg up once. Salah's standing still, but he's stumbling a little bit. Trips his leg again, and then Salah tumbles to the ground. Michael Oliver blows for a penalty. Um, and but the Crystal Palace fans are fuming about it. Why? If it was one of those tackles where if Salah didn't, he didn't, the kick wasn't that forceful enough for him to go to the ground. But if he did go to the ground, but if he did, if he did stand up, the referee's not blowing penalty for that. So he kind of has to like do a little bit of theatrics, even though he kicked him. But it was convincing enough for Oliver to blow. And in my opinion, it was a stonewall penalty anyway. Who takes it? Jimmy Milner. Slots it, bottom right corner, goal. First 1-0 to Liverpool. Sweet, excellent. Um, Yeah, and that was the first half. Second half now, um, it was more or less the same kind of game. Joe Gomez, by the way, the second half, immense. Had Salah on lock, Zaha on lock. Literally, Salah was struggling to, like, get through him most of the times. Um, Van Dyke as well commanding Rolls Royce breezes past defenders breezes um, breeze, I mean bullied Benteke won every aerial duel I love him 6 foot 5 it, every time that ball's in the air he, he's winning it he's winning it with ease and he's strolling he's casual I, I, he's, he's the most important Liverpool signing ever and Alisson as well when it came to like Crystal Palace set pieces he dealt with it well. His distribution as well to start an attack. He would often kick it to Andy Robertson. And Andy Robertson would like dribble down the byline. 
and um, create a counter attack from the goal. So that distribution there is important. Um, what else? What other chances do we have? I remember Salah having. Salah had the. I think there was a time where he overplayed it a little bit in the second half. He was like, trying to. I don't know what he was trying to do. He felt like he was trying too hard a little bit. Same with Sadio Mane and Firmino looked a bit a bit sluggish. Um, but there was a key moment, a key moment which pretty much defined the game and which solidified Liverpool's win. Um, we were on a counter-attack from a corner. I can't remember who played this ball in. It might have been Gini Wijnaldum. Gini plays this ball through to Salah. Salah's dribbling, dribbling. He's speedy, and he's speedy Gonzalez with it. He's he's approaching the box that um Crystal Palace the f- player that I spoke about earlier the young guy with the dreadlocks he's trying to catch up to him, and then he trips up Zal um Salah Mo Salah um the referee blows a free kick and cause he's last man. It's a sending off. A red card happens. Palace are down to ten men, and from there on I was relieved. Thank God. We're now uh, in a, a game away from home. We have the man advantage, and that pretty much quietened, quieted. I mean, quite yeah. It pretty much reduced the level of noise coming from Crystal Palace fans. So then, from there on, it was okay. So, the first substitution I remember was who came off. Uh, James Milner came off. Henderson come on, put on the captain armband. He done his little thing. Just kept it, kept the ball ticking. And then um, with about five minutes to go, in the 85th minute, I think Cato came off, Adam Lallana came on, which was kind of sceptical to me. I would have brought on Shakiri personally, one of them ones. Um, but yeah, and then I think they had, a, and then Crystal Palace brought on Max Mayer. Would you believe it? How he's gone to Crystal Palace, I don't know. Um, yeah, Palace had a little... We had a little scare when Zaha went past um, Trent Arnold, crossed it with his left foot, and thankfully the ball was like overhit, so it missed about every Crystal Palace player. And then, um, yeah, and then um, Lallana was trying to close down Max Mayer in just around about the outside of the 18 yard box, near to the touchline. He fouls Max Mayer as a free kick for Crystal Palace in, like, the 90, 91st minute. Um, they whip this ball in. Um, the ball is cleared to Salah. Salah and Mane are running on the counter-attack. Salah threw balls it to Mane. Mane is running, running, running. It looks like that Crystal Palace defender kind of buckles him a bit but he's like off balance but he's still in control of this ball and he rounds Hennessy and I don't know how he does it he rounds Hennessy slowly regains balance slots this ball in 2-0 game over game done and dusted Liverpool fans are happy relieved Mane doesn't even celebrate but that's his third goal of the season now. He's joint top goal scorer with Alguero. And it could be him that's competing for Golden Boot. Maybe not even Salah this season. And that was the full-time game. So, yeah, we won ugly today. We did not play pretty football. 
But I am so happy that we have won in this manner Because this is what we have to do To keep up with Manchester City Manchester City, if you didn't know yesterday They won 6-1 against Huddersfield Their goal difference is insane already So in order for us to be title contenders This is the kind of matches we have to win That we have to We have to learn to win ugly more often And I think when we drew We drew nine, I think nine Premier League games last season. We drew that many games because we always try to play pretty football. This is the season where we have to learn to win ugly. We've seen it for the first time in this league campaign. I hope to see it in more campaigns in the future. And yeah, and I'm happy, I'm elated. Now now people know Liverpool are the real deal. We are not, we are not a force, we are not a joke. This is the this is our time to push Manchester City all the way. If, if we're still not favourites to win the league, but we will make sure Man City do not win this league by December, because that's what happened in the in last season. They ran away with it too early, too soon, and the fixtures for Manchester City it favours them. The next five six games, they're gonna win with ease. We just have to make sure we sustain that. They might win 15 games in a row again like last season. We have to make sure we win our games in a row as well. Well, We can't focus too much on Manchester City. We just need to focus on ourselves. Um, Individual performances for this game. I'd say Joe Gomez, brilliant. Brilliant. He has now made Jurgen Klopp think, oh, when Dejan Lovren comes back, will he start? I'm not so sure. If Gomez keeps this up, keeps keeps up this momentum... No injuries. Him and Van Dyke might be the partnership we need. And I'm 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 here for it. I am here for it. He's a young guy and he's got potential and, and him and under Van Dyke's leadership, the calmness of Van Dyke, the way he bosses defenders, the assurance, he makes it beautiful for him, for him to be Joe for Ghost Jomez to learn under him is gonna be brilliant for me. Um, Allison, he done well as well. He's got a back-to-back clean sheet. By the way, we are the only team in the top six yet to concede a goal. I know it's only two games in, but this is what Jurgen Klopp spends fifty-six million on a keeper for. This is what you spend seventy-five million on a keep on a defender for. Cause attacking wise, we could score goals no problem. We just had to eradicate last season 4-3 nonsense. But now we are winning 2-0, 4-0. I'm loving it. Our, our games look more refined. There's a difference. There's, there's a difference about us now. And I appreciate it greatly. And yeah, um, that's pretty much all I have to say. May, may it continue. Our next game is against Brighton on Saturday evening. Um, back at Anfield. That should be 3 out of 3 wins. And yeah, thank, I'm, I'm going to conclude this episode. Thank you for listening. Make sure you like, share it with other people, please. I would like to get, I would like to break the 50 plays barrier again. I've only managed to break it once, talking about um, a transfer. But I'd like to break it with this one. And um, yeah, keep the momentum going. Show me the support. And I love it. I thank you guys for listening and I'll tune in next time for Saturday. Thank you.